Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today is a very special day, and I am excited to share it with you. It's the second year anniversary of the Essentially You podcast, and whoa, what a year it has been. Most importantly, we are living in an unprecedented time, and many of us, or those that we love, are scared and very worried. This is why I'm focusing the solo episode on stress, panic, and anxiety. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I share a lot about stress, and I call it an intangible root cause for disease in the body. But before I jump into this powerful and eye-opening episode, I want to quickly celebrate the second year of this podcast and acknowledge the amazing team that works hard each and every week to make sure that two incredible content-rich episodes go out to you. From our podcast agency, Counterweight Creative, to the Dr. Marisa team, it takes about eight of us each and every week to create these episodes for you. My goal for creating this podcast two years ago was to provide you with natural remedies, protocols, testing, solutions, and the nitty-gritty so that you had recommendations at your fingertips so that you could make an educated decision about you and your family's health. I always want to empower you to become the CEO of your healthcare for yourself first and foremost and the people that you love. Over the last two years, I have received thousands of emails and messages asking for more natural remedies and recommendations to heal your body naturally. And I want to take a moment and thank you from the bottom of my heart for reaching out to me and letting me know what you want and what you need. It was you who inspired me to create this podcast and focus on a massive need that I see right now. Almost every email I've received in the last two years has asked me for advice around irregular menstrual cycles, liver issues, estrogen dominance, brain fog, thyroid issues, endometriosis, PCOS, fatigue, gut issues, allergies, autoimmunity, anxiety, pain, weight loss, and so much more. And I have devoted this entire year to cover every single one of the subjects I just mentioned because I am hearing you loud and clear. And I am 100% about giving you what you want from the best experts in the field. Now, last year, during our one-year anniversary, we crossed the 3,000 download mark, and it was quite an exciting time. On today's amazing second year anniversary episode, we are about to cross 1.4 million downloads. That's over a million downloads since last year. As a big thank you for listening, I have created a really incredible cheat sheet. I've been listening to a lot of people online. I've been receiving emails from my amazing community and audience, and I know that stress, focus, anxiety, cravings, all of these things, even sleeplessness are a big concern for you right now. So I created a little cheat sheet that are addressing a lot of these concerns that we are struggling with during this unprecedented time with social distancing, isolation, and potentially scary unknowns. I know that you have a family that is scared and worried. You may even be scared and worried too. Goodness knows I have absolutely felt that way in the last couple of weeks. Now I'm sharing with you what we are using in my house right now every day to reduce our levels of stress and to make sure that we are staying focused and healthy. These recipes and protocols are amazing for reducing stress, worry, sleeplessness, sugar cravings, and brain fog. They are practically with us. These solutions are with us 
all the time throughout the day because they provide instant relief. And tell, I'll tell you what, we need instant wins right now. So all you gotta do to grab the little cheat sheet that I've created is go to the show notes for episode 178 or you can go to the website drmarisa.com slash episode 178 or go to drmarisa.com slash hormone blends and that's gonna give you all the blends that I just mentioned. Okay, now that you've got access to this game-changing resource, let's jump back in to this conversation. As many of you know, stress is a silent killer because most of us are unconscious that we are actually experiencing it. There have been multiple times in my life that I have been addicted to stress. I would go so far as to say that I have thrived on stress. I really loved that extra boost of energy that I would get from epinephrine and adrenaline. I would feel wound up and ready for anything. I would use both of those stress-driven neurotransmitters to give me a cutting edge and to get through my tight deadlines and crazy to-do lists. It was the best way I knew how to get a lot done in a very small amount of time. And I experienced a lot of quick wins because stress was always giving me that little extra thing to get the job done. I thought leveraging stress made me a superwoman, but I was really the poster woman for rushing women's syndrome. And earlier last week, when the governor of California shut down and isolated the entire state of California, I felt that wound up tightness feeling to the point that I felt frozen. It was a feeling that I know so well, and it was a wake-up call for me to not fall into my old addictive patterns with my stress response system. It's so crazy how quickly our body responds and goes back into those old patterns that don't serve us. Now, if you're wondering if you're experiencing rushing women's syndrome right now, here's how you know. If you've got rushing women's syndrome, you are instinctively answering the question, how are you, with busy and stressed. If you are rarely getting enough sleep, you are making fast choices, you're making poor food choices, you're relying on coffee to rev you up in the morning, and you wind down with wine at night. You move very fast and you're afraid to let anyone down. You will do everything possible to avoid saying no, squeezing every last job out of your day, even if it means answering emails in the early hours of the morning or really late at night because there is no rest for you. For so many women today, rushing is the new normal. You might not think you're particularly rushing around handling business, but your liver your gallbladder, your kidneys, your adrenals, your thyroid, your ovaries, your uterus, your brain, your digestive system, and most importantly, your immune system certainly does. I have found that we often don't know when we're experiencing stress because it's so unconscious. It's such an automatic response. And we don't always pay attention to our body's physiology because we're too busy handling the things that we've got to handle. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to create a quick stress assessment to see and gauge where your stress levels are. I'm gonna quickly share my stress assessment with you, and if you're experiencing three or more of the statements below as I read them off, then you are most likely experiencing moderate to severe stress on a weekly or a monthly basis, maybe even a daily basis. So you can grab a pen and paper if you like, if you happen to be sitting in an area where you can do that. And every time I make a comment, you can mark an X for every one that resonates with you. Or you can listen thoroughly and then go back and take the assessment, or you can just do a mental note of the ones that most resonate with you. 
Here we go. You find yourself saying, I gotta go, I'm running late, or I'm super busy. You find that your calendar is consistently overscheduled. You find that you're upset when things change unexpectedly. You feel irritated with obligations stack up and you're not able to handle them. You often feel like things are not going your way. You often feel overwhelmed by the lack of support you have each day. You wake up feeling like there isn't enough time in the day to get everything done. You go to bed worrying that you didn't finish your to-do list. You frequently feel like there's always something more you should be doing right now. You find yourself craving salty or sugary snacks in the middle of the day or really any time during the day. You feel wired but tired. You can't turn off all the thoughts in your mind when you're trying to go to sleep. You rarely feel like you are completely on top of things. The problem is the nonstop sense of urgency drives the body into survival mode and we are not meant to live as if each moment was life or death. Our response system, our stress response system is designated to handle acute or short-term stress. Now, the reason I want to share this information with you right now is due to the unfortunate fact that our external environment has created an opportunity to really ramp up our stress response system. We are now all familiar with the long lines at our grocery stores, Costco, Whole Foods, and Trader Joe's. We know that hand sanitizers, toilet paper, and disinfecting wipes are nowhere to be found, and an atmosphere of panic and scarcity prevails. And the news is not doing us any favors. We are overwhelmed with the infobesity of information everywhere. The news and social media can be a scary place right now, depending on where you look. And your brain's number one job is to protect you. Actually, your core mode of operations is survival. So when we've got circumstances that we're dealing with right now, that they feel like a big threat, it's no wonder we're feeling so overwhelmed and stressed. And we're not just talking about the looming threat of this virus. We're talking about a threat of loss of connection and financial security. When the brain perceives a threat, a structure called the amygdala in the limbic brain hijacks the brain into emergency mode. I call this the stranger danger part of the brain. The amygdala is great at sensing danger and can overreact when it's receiving perceived stress signals, very much like the ones that you're experiencing when you watch or read the news. Now, this primitive emotional center of the brain can be hardwired to create a fight-or-flight or freeze response when it perceives a threat to your survival. Now, these systems are in place to protect us in the short term from acute stress, and thank goodness they're there. However, when this very system is designed to help us survive short-term stress and survival, what happens when it's constantly activated as so often it is for many of us today? Well, I'm sure you can imagine living in a survival mode state is exhausting to the body and it quickly depletes our metabolic reserves and key nutrients because it honestly feels like the body needs to leverage your nutrition and your metabolism to survive. Now, when that happens, we deplete key minerals, cofactors, and vitamins. So what happens when we engage our stress response system due to a potential threat? Well, this is exactly what goes down. The brain sends a signal out and adrenaline and cortisol flood the central nervous system, leading your blood pressure to rise, your breathing to get shallower, and your heart to beat faster. Your thoughts speed up and you feel a strong urge to do something right now. You may feel very reactive. That's a lot of what we're seeing when we have no toilet paper and food supply. 
That stress response system that begins in the limbic brain, the primitive emotional centers of the brain, has a profound impact on the immune system as well. And that's why this is such an important conversation is that when we're in a state of perceived stress, constantly we have to shut down the immune system. It gets so tampered. And I can speak to this from experience because almost 10 years ago, I was extremely addicted to stress and the adrenaline and cortisol flood that would hit my system. But I wasn't consciously aware that it was happening every single day to me. And eventually my body completely caved. I had massive chronic fatigue. And over that time in the year or two that I was recovering, my immune system had been so suppressed that I was getting sick anywhere between 11, I would say 7 to 11 times a year. I would get a cold, I would get a flu, I would get strep throat, and I would just have this rotation of co-infections because my immune system had taken such a big hit. Now, as you've experienced yourself this past week or maybe within the last month, our modern life is setting the stage for more frequent episodes of stress, whether it's social media, constant to-do lists, social isolation, new schedule with kids home, and it just feels maybe you're not working or someone's not working in your home, environmental pollutants, decrease in work hours, I mean, just to name a few, I have a feeling that at some point in your day, you probably felt a bit rushed, a bit triggered, a bit overwhelmed, and definitely a bit worried. Now, it's no surprise that the frequent activation of our stress response system can make us sick, considering the following from the Journal of Hormones in 2009. It reads, chronic stress can lead to overeating, co-elevation of cortisol and insulin, and the suppression of certain anabolic hormones and white blood cells. This state of metabolic stress in turn promotes abdominal visceral fat. Both direct stress response and the accumulation of visceral fat can promote systemic inflammation and oxidative stress that impacts our cellular structures. The constant activation of the long-term stress response system erodes our resilience and depletes our metabolic reserves because it's taking a lot of energy in order to be in that survival mode. Now, here are some of the most common symptoms that we experience over time when we're dealing with chronic stress. These are things I do not want to have happen to you because we have no way, you don't feel like you have a way of controlling it. So here they are. Fatigue, chronic illness and co-infections, sleep problems, irritability, anxiety, and feeling depressed, carb and sugar, fat, caffeine, and salt cravings, tiredness around 3 to 4 in most afternoons, so 3 or 4 p.m., you're feeling super exhausted and depleted, weight gain, especially around your midsection, getting sick more often than you used to, hormone problems, brain fog and forgetfulness, digestive issues, Hajimoto symptoms, and other autoimmune conditions. You know, and as I look at this list, oh my gosh, I think I had every single one of them at some point in time because I know that stress was one of my biggest issues for so many years, and I was just so unaware of it. I had no idea that I was living in a constant chronic state of stress, but looking at everything in hindsight, I realized, oh my gosh, how quick I can get right back into that mode of operation And I know for myself and for each and every one of you, I want us to be thriving during this period, not struggling during this period. And here's what we know about the impact that stress can have on the immune system, not to name other systems as well. 
When we're stressed, the immune system's ability to fight off antigens is reduced, and that's why we're more susceptible to infections. The stress hormones that I mentioned earlier, adrenaline and cortisol, can suppress the effectiveness of the immune system, meaning it lowers the number of lymphocytes, specifically natural killer cells and macrophage cells. Stress can also have an indirect effect on the immune system as a person may use unhealthy behavioral coping strategies, such as drinking, smoking, or eating sugar to self-soothe. The stress response system has an effect on our digestive system and reproductive system as well. During stress, digestion is inhibited. After stress, digestive activity increases. Stress can actually contribute to leaky gut syndrome and gut dysbiosis and raise blood sugar levels, which causes insulin resistance over time. So with all of that, recognizing how stress is playing a major role in multiple systems in the body from our endocrine system to our digestive system, cardiovascular system, respiratory system, immune system, right? Blood sugar, metabolic system. What can we do? Because I would never just share all of this with you and not give you a plan and not provide solutions. So we are moving into the solution part of this episode. So what can we do to stop the stress response loop? that we can easily get stuck in. I am already noticing the familiar feelings of my stress system feeling activated, some days more than others. So this is how we break the addictive cycle that our brain is trying to create right now. And I just wanna note that the reason why the brain is trying to fall into this little feedback loop is it really honestly thinks it's protecting you. It doesn't realize that it's becoming more and more addicted to this state of being, but we do want to stop it in its tracks before it becomes normality for you, before it becomes your new normal. Number one, notice when you are getting triggered. Train yourself to monitor for signs that the primitive reactive brain has taken over and is driving the thinking part of your brain offline. You may notice physiological signs like feeling hot and sweaty, your face is getting flushed, breathing becomes shallower, or your heart is beating faster. You may feel a rush of anxiety or your thoughts may speed up. These are all very similar to, again, feeling wound up or feeling wired and tired. You may be stuck in a fearful way of thinking and unable to see a different perspective. You may feel panicky and want to act impulsively. Now, it may take some practice to notice this, but the more you do it, the easier it will get to retrain your brain's pathways and to build new pathways, pathways that keep you at a relaxed state and an ease and grace state. Number two, focus on your senses or your breathing. So once you notice that you're triggered, the next thing is to stop what you're doing, take a break, and focus on taking charge of your physiology. Focus on the senses in the moment and move around slowly to help you recover from that freeze response. Now, if you're in a fight or flight, the best way to calm down is to slow down your breathing or your or breathe into your belly, taking those deep belly breaths. This activates the parasympathetic nervous system and puts the brake on your automatic nervous system that's driving the stress response system. And I'm going to share with you a breathwork exercise in just a moment. Now, your brain also perceives safety and you can send safety signals through your system to stop producing cortisol and return to baseline. And a proactive option is to send the brain these safety signals even before you find yourself experiencing stress and panic. 
Now, safety signals to the brain are powerful and effective. They tell the brain that everything is okay and there is nothing to panic about. That way the brain doesn't go straight into that loop of survival. That's what we're going to talk about is what are these safety signals and how can we begin to implement them throughout the day proactively so that we don't get immediately and instantaneously triggered. Forms of safety signals to the brain, self-care, meditation, a walk outside, deep belly breaths, breathing with an essential oil, and I'm really excited to share some of my favorite self-care rituals in just a moment that you can use to anchor yourself into physical and emotional well-being. These little safety signals that you're sending to the brain are going to be so profound for helping to support you and even support the people in your life. Number three, Reach out to a friend or a family member. So have your bestie, have your family on speed dial. Today, we are so blessed with video technology that allows us to talk to friends and family in distance locations. And this was really great. Over the weekend, we were actually this whole week, we were supposed to be in Hawaii celebrating my husband's parents' 50th anniversary. The entire family was going to fly into Hawaii, and it was devastating that we had to cancel it, but we knew that needed to be done. One, we did not want to put the burden on Hawaii for us being there, and two, Lots of family members that were traveling with us were over the age of 70, and it just wasn't a risk we wanted to take. So instead, what we did is we got on Zoom, and we invited a ton of family from all over the country to celebrate with Alex's parents uh, literally yesterday. And it was so incredible because these were people who wouldn't have made it to Hawaii with us. And everyone got to share stories. We did an amazing little slide deck with all these beautiful pictures of their relationship, their marriage, and, and all the kids and grandkids. And it was such a special moment. We were online together on Zoom for about two hours, and it just really allowed us to create deeper connections. And it just lowered people's stress levels. Everyone was in great spirits. And so just that opportunity to get to connect with people, text message, call someone, get on on Skype or FaceTime or whatever works for you. And this is especially important for those in your life that you know are isolated. Maybe they're by themselves right now in their home without anyone to actually connect to. And what's so great is that we know that when we connect with people, it calms down the fight or flight response. And you are now activating your brain's social engagement system and you're boosting oxytocin levels, which is so, so critical. So number four, bookend your day with morning and evening rituals. I cannot emphasize how critical self-care is right now at reducing stress levels. And so you can easily just add one to two things in the morning and before you go to bed. And I just want to share a couple of things that I absolutely love to personally do in the morning and then share some things that I do at night as well. I love affirmations. I love breath work, especially with essential oils like a citrus oil like wild orange. Being positive about my day and usually has has everything to do with my affirmations. Eating right, drinking lots of good water, movement, either walking outside in nature in my neighborhood or doing yoga inside of the house or I have a little built-in gym in the garage, like getting where you fit in. There's so many great resources out there for working out right now. Gratitude journaling, which is so key for me. I do gratitude journaling every single day meditation, aromatherapy, and even day setting. So you have real clarity about what you want your day to look like opposed to having the day just happen to you. Now for evening rituals, 
it's so important to practice good sleep hygiene right now. So you're making sure that all the lights in your room, that it, you don't have a lot of light seeping in, your electronics are put away at least an hour before bed. Definitely do not be reading the news or doing social media before bedtime. You want to make sure that you've got a great novel or a great personal development book that you're really loving right now. And you want to make sure that you are diffusing your oils, that you, maybe you're using a calming sleep meditation. There's so many great apps for that on your phone. So those are just some ways in which you are setting the tone for a deep, restful night's sleep. As you can imagine, not getting high-quality sleep also stresses the body out as well. So we want to make sure that we're setting you up for success there. Now, other simple strategies that I absolutely just have been so invaluable for me these last couple of weeks, and clearly I use them all the time already, is using calming essential oils during moments of perceived stress. I personally love pairing essential oils with the power of the pause ritual to instantly take you from a stress state to a relaxed state. So I want to share quickly how the power of the pause ritual works. I have my little stress relief blend that I'm going to share with you in just a moment. I'm going to roll that over my palms because it's in a little roller, and I'm going to take a deep belly breath. I'm going to put the oils all over my palms, take a deep belly breath, and I'm going to hold it for five on the inhale. So all that air on the inhale, hold it at five. One, two, three, four, five. And I'm going to breathe all the way out. And I'm going to hold it at the very bottom of that exhale for five seconds again. One, two, three, four, five. I'm going to take my, my palms and breathe in. Hold it again. And then breathe out. Hold it again at the bottom. And then I re repeat the power of the pause. Five to ten deep, deep belly breaths with those five-second pauses at the inhale and five-second pauses at the exhale. And what you'll notice, and it could even take a couple more for you, just kind of figure out what that sweet spot for you is. Your shoulders will drop. Your You'll just feel a expansion. You won't feel so contracted. Your breath will slow down. Your mind will stop racing and you will just feel entirely different. And the reason for that is we have literally just switched tracks from a stress response system, a survival system over to a parasympathetic system. And what I love so much about this is that you can actually set a little chime, like a little nature chime or a yoga chime or something really nice on your phone to go off on the hour. And you can grab your essential oil. And if you don't have oils, no worries. You don't need oils for this breath work technique. But if you do have oils, by all means, it's just an added extra booster that really helps to move your body from a stress state to a relaxed state. But on that little hour, on the hour, that little chime goes off, just grab an oil or do that power with a pause breath work so that you are setting your, yourself up for success literally every hour and you are retraining the way the brain responds to stressful circumstances because we can absolutely change the brain chemistry. We can change the tracks so that we are not responding in a stressful way. We're responding in a more ease and grace way. And that sets us up for a lot of long-term success over time. Now, I want to share with you my stress relief roller blend that this is what I use all the time. It literally dials down the stress response system that primitive emotional center of the brain. And what you're going to do is grab a 10 mil roller. And in that 10 mil roller, you're going to do seven drops of frankincense. You're going to do seven drops of lavender 
and five drops of bergamot. And then you're gonna add them to the roller, top it off with a fractionated coconut oil or almond oil or grapeseed oil, whatever carrot oil you love. And you're gonna roll this on your temples, your wrists, it can be on your palms, really whatever works. For me, palms and breathing it in is just really, really powerful. And what I love so much about this blend is it is effective at releasing stress, balancing mood, and it's great for releasing tense emotions. This blend is also known to reduce irritable feelings throughout the day. And you can simply just grab lavender or bergamot. That's easy. And that little cheat sheet I have for you has wonderful blends around this for stress, fatigue, for mood support, for brain fog. And each and every one of them can really support you throughout the day. So just note if you didn't get a chance to write that down, it is in the little cheat sheet that I created for this episode so that you have those recipes at your beck and call to make them when you've got the time to really support you. Now, other things that I want to recommend is meditation. Meditation has been such a major game change for me. I've been doing meditation for anywhere about 20 minutes a day, and I personally love Ziva meditation, and I just had Emily Fletcher, the creator of Ziva, on the show on episode 168. In case you want to learn more about Ziva meditation, I highly recommend it. Also, if you find that you need more nutritional support, I do recommend adaptogenic herbs like rhodiola and ashwagandha. These actually work by regulating the stress response system, also known as the HPA axis, or you can drink chamomile or holy basil tea, also known as Tulsi tea. These are really great at calming the central nervous system as well. Talk a little bit about these adaptogenic herbs. So ashwagandha boasts the ability to combat chronic stress levels while restoring proper reproductive function, especially when it comes to feeling stressed and overwhelmed. So it really turns the systems back on. Other benefits include supporting memory and cognition, as well as alleviating symptoms associated with depression and anxiety without side effects. So ashwagandha is one to consider. The other one, this was one I take a lot, is rhodiola. Helps to fight stressors that plague the body. It revitalizes our overall wellness. It has a great way to connect the mind-body connection. It balances mood. It fights symptoms of fatigue and distress. And you can absolutely combine the two of them, ashwagandha and rolladiola, if you want to see if that helps to reduce the stress response system in you. Now, although I shared many different ways to actively reduce the stress response system today, I want you to know that you do not have to do all of them. I recommend picking one or two to start. The goal isn't to overwhelm you with more to do, rather to support you during a time when we need to protect our energy and our emotional well-being. Personally, I am doing my morning rituals every single day. I am gratitude journaling and using my oils and making relaxing herbal teas. I do love Tulsi and chamomile tea. I am taking supplements also to support my stress response system. I'm taking rhodiola, as I mentioned earlier, when I'm feeling really anxious. And I'm also taking a blend that I formulated, a blend called Calm and Restore, which is specifically for irritated feelings or high levels of anxiousness. What I love about them, it's it's these little chewables that literally immediately take the edge off. It's a part of my new supplement line, Essentially Whole. Both Alex and I have been using Common Restore when we're feeling like we're freezing up and feeling super overwhelmed, and it has been a game changer for both of us. I love to pair the Common Restore with essential oils at the same time because I find that they work together so beautifully. So I'll usually chew on my little Common Restore chewable, and then I'll use my oils, 
and do some breath work and I just feel like I'm back in the game and my stress completely just melts away and dissipates. Now, if you do want to check out the Common Restore supplement, I will have the link in the show notes for episode 178 and it is in our Essentially Whole store. I am also doing the Power of the Pause pretty much five to seven times during the day with my stress relief blend that I shared earlier and it's helped me throughout the day because again, I am being super proactive so that I don't find myself going back into that fight or flight, that survival mode. Lastly, I have a great blog that I have written about immunity boosting resources on the show notes for episode 178. I know right now that having easy access to resources are super important, and this blog is chock full of great tips and recommendations. And I just did a immunity podcast as well, in case you want to go check that out. That was episode 175. Again, I just want to make sure that I am setting you up for success and that you've got some beautiful resources that you can turn to. So make sure that you click the links in the show notes that with all of the resources that I have in here for you so that you have them handy for you and your family and the ones that you love most. Please feel free to share all of it and any of it because I want you to feel that you have resources for your family. And I just want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the Essentially You podcast. I know this was a heavier episode, but I feel like it was so needed. I'm still really excited to be celebrating our second anniversary today. And I'm going to continue to bring you two episodes per week, focusing on how to keep your body and your mind healthy with videos and interviews. I mean, name it. You can also find a lot of these on Instagram at Dr. Marisa. And until the next episode, I am sending you and your family lots of healing love and energy. I know right now we are in this together and I am not going anywhere. I am here to support you all the way through. Talk to you soon. Bye.